Your network is your net worth. Come listen to some of the most successful people I know. Share invaluable knowledge, stories, and advice in real estate, business, and beyond. This is Weiss Advice. Whether you want to take your business or personal life to the next level, look no further. Welcome back to Weiss Advice. This is Yona Weiss. You know, I ask all of my guests on the show what we call the final four. Four questions I ask every single guest. And some of you may be wondering, I'd love to hear Yona's answers on these. So the funny thing is, a couple of times on my show when I've had guests where they have a podcast as well, and especially when I've been the guest on the podcast, I like to turn around on them And if they have like three or four questions that they ask at the end, I like to turn it around. It requires a little bit of research on my part to ask them what are those questions to those guests of mine. I think it's a lot of fun. Anyways, I thought it'd be interesting to answer the questions myself. You might be wondering, Yona, I would love to know these questions about you, or maybe you're not, but I'm going to share anyways. So first question I always ask every guest is what is the worst job that you ever had? And for me, this stands out like a lightning bolt. I had a job, a summer job when I was in college. It was very short. It's probably about like five, six weeks or so. Working in a sales position, selling advertising for a free magazine. Okay. This is a family magazine. Uh, it was published in Los Angeles. And they used to like put it out in all the grocery stores and street corners and all kinds of stuff like that. People would take it. And it was filled with articles, but also filled with all kinds of advertising and, and whatever. For whatever reason, I got this job and I had no experience whatsoever in sales and I had no experience whatsoever in advertising, anything like that. So it was like totally out of the blue for me. I had to learn everything and I was not good at it at all. I hated cold calling. I hated just the environment in the office. And that was the first thing that set me apart, which basically told me, and I learned at that experience, I never wanted to work in sales ever again. Uh, that didn't necessarily happen. But one of the reasons why was because the, uh, the people, some of the people that worked in this office, they were like chronic salespeople where like the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs, like literally one woman, she was like a chain smoker and she would be cursing all the time when she lost a deal or lost a sale. And I was just like, these are not the type of people I'd like to hang out with or spend any time with. So it was unfortunate. I had to kind of spend that So that was the worst job that I ever had. Thankfully, I didn't have to do it for very long. made a little bit of money and and that was pretty much it. Second question, what is a book you've read that's given you a paradigm shift? So I'm going to take this in two different directions because the one, I have to say business because, you know, a lot of people are business people here and listening to this podcast, but I'm going to take it in a different direction as well from a religious standpoint and from a spiritual standpoint because there has been a book that changed my life. Basically, in that respect, gave me paradigm shift because paradigm shifts really happen a lot because if you're open to learning and you're open to new experiences, then if you learn something new you've never learned before, it can literally open your mind up to a whole different way of viewing the world. So the first book that I would mention over here in the business respect is a book by Grant Cardone, okay, called Sell or Be Sold. Now, just a little bit of a preface. I don't really like Grant Cardone so much, okay, as a person, 
you know, a lot of people either love him or you hate him. I'm kind of in between. There's some things I like about him and some things I don't like about him, but I'm open to learn from basically anyone. Some of the things I learn from people is learn what not to do or learn how not to act. That being said, the guy is a incredible salesperson and knows a lot about sales. So when I started getting into a sales position a few years back, you know, I started getting into real estate and cold calling again, I wanted to, you know, learn about how to do it. So this book, Seller Be Sold, was just incredible. And the one thing that stood out to me more than anything else was, well, first of all, his determination and saying how, you know, basically, if you're not first, you're last, is basically how to just dominate, okay? Be in front of everyone all the time. But one of the things that stood out to me the best was a quote that he said in the book there, that the difference between contact and contract is the R and the R stands for relationship. So that really blew my mind because in the end of the day, sales is all about relationships. And that's what I found to be true over the past few years, that the best sales are made through relationships. And so building relationships with people is the best way to eventually make sales because it will become so much easier because you like to do business with those people that you know, like, and trust. So that was kind of like an eye-opening kind of paradigm shift for me because I first came into sales thinking it was all about just cold calling and about numbers and that was it. And then this kind of changed the way I thought about that. Okay. From a second, a different standpoint whatsoever, there's a book, okay, from a religious, a spiritual standpoint, and this is a Jewish book, you know, written in Hebrew, original. So if you are not Jewish and you don't understand Hebrew, this may not be relevant to you, but if you do, you probably heard of this book, okay? It's a book called Tanya, and Tanya is called Likute Amarim. It was written by Shneer Zalman of Liadi. He was the first Lubavitcher Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, lived in the, uh, the 18th century, actually passed away in, if I'm not mistaken, 18... There's my history, 1813. So somewhere around that. Anyways, incredible book because in that book, one of the things that I learned, which is a paradigm shift to me, is that everything matters. Okay. So every thought, every speech, every action that we do in this world actually matters. And so there's no such thing as like, you know, what are you doing right now? Nothing. Okay. Why do why did you do that? I don't know. There's no reason. You know, just I just stum. I just did that for no reason. So that kind of concept to me, to say that no, there's no such thing. Everything that you do matters. And so you have to really start measuring and being aware of what you're doing, how you're doing things, how you relate to people, and everything like that. So incredible book, totally changed my life. I'm not uh, you know Lubavitch in any way, but the truth is, it doesn't matter. It's a universal book. He was someone that came and just spread so much knowledge. He had, you know, tens of thousands of students and followers. And he wrote the book, literally, it says in the introduction to the book, he wrote the book to write down all of the answers to all of the questions that he was getting, because he literally couldn't have enough time to spend with each and every individual, you know, counsel one-on-one. So he literally wrote down as he writes, and I quote, every answer to every question that he had. So extremely deep book, highly recommended. There are so many books. I've read, you know, thousands of books, but this is one that totally changed the way I uh, live and think. So that's the second question. Third question I ask everyone is what is a skill or talent that you would like to learn? I would like to learn how to use YouTube. Okay. That's something that I actually really want to learn how to do. I know it's a huge space for marketing. It's a huge space for, um, you know, for branding and just putting out content. 
And since YouTube is owned by Google, it also helps very well with, with SEO and with ranking and all kinds of the second largest search engine in the world behind Google because Google owns it. So anyways, I know very little. I have a channel, right? But I posted just a few videos and it's really just kind of uploading things that I did on other platforms and not really understanding the organic, you know, reach of the platform. So that's something I would like to learn. And maybe in the meantime, I'll hire someone that, uh, <laughs> that knows how to do that. Okay, that's the third question. The fourth question is, what does success mean to you? I ask every single guest, and it's incredible that there are so many different answers that I get from different people, and my answer is going to be different as well because this is what success means to me. Success to me means how much I'm able to help other people. So whether that's monetarily, if I have more money, okay, that doesn't make me successful. It only allows me to help more people. So even if I don't have any money, if I can help other people and figure out ways to help more and more and more and more people, then that to me is successful because I look at life as, you know, we're brought here in this world for a short period of time, relatively in the grand scheme of things. And we're here to make the best out of every day. Okay. So if a day goes by and you don't help someone else and you don't do something to do for others, then that day is a wasted day. So to me, that's what success means. How can I go and help other people? Obviously helping people doesn't necessarily mean just helping everyone and giving to everyone, even if it's going to be detrimental because you can actually give to someone, it could be bad for them. Okay. Think about it like this. If you give to someone who can't handle what you're giving to them, or you want to give to someone something that they won't make use of. So it's kind of wasted. So it's thinking strategically. Also, there's a lot of thinking that goes on to it, how to give it, who to give to, what time, what place, what technique, et cetera. There's a lot to go into it. Anyways, that in short is my final four. And I hope you enjoy that. And we look forward to, you know, doing more of this again. And remember the best advice comes only when you ask. Real quick, I have one question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I wanna ask you a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message to the whole world is that if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this podcast is out on is that you like my stuff and I'm doing something right. So take a few seconds out of your day, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating review. I would be extremely grateful. Also, I want to hear from you guys. So I want to hear some feedback. If you have any questions for future episodes, please find me on LinkedIn. Send me a DM, a connection request, Yona Weiss, and I'd love to hear from you. Hey, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Streamline Podcasts, okay? I could not have a podcast if I didn't work with Streamline podcasts. As simple as that. These guys are my go-to. They do all the editing of these audio pieces that you guys are hearing. And I really couldn't do anything without it. I literally tried to start a podcast for about a year. And it was just daunting to me to spend time writing show notes, to do the audio recording, editing, taking out the ums, the ahs, the spaces, everything. These guys make it sound so crisp, so clear at such an affordable rate. And for my listeners and my listeners only, you're gonna be thrilled. If you're ever thinking of starting a podcast or you have a podcast, check them out at streamlinepodcasts.com. Set up a time to speak with them and use promo code WEISS, W-E-I-S-S, and you can get 20% off your first month if you do end up signing up with them. I guarantee you it's gonna be worth your while.